All right, so this is part two of answering a list of questions from students from uh, the Don Mills Collegiate Institute in Toronto. I had the opportunity of going there to do a short talk on acting and entrepreneurship. So this is part two, and these questions are more so about how um, I balance business and acting and all of that. So let's jump right in. The first question is, how do you balance acting and your marketing business? So just for the record, I started my business or I started out as an entrepreneur right out of university. I didn't actually go to school for acting. I did one year of acting actually, um, and I changed my major. At the time I was going through uh, some life changes, life challenges, and that prompted me to change my major. So I changed my major. I actually have a degree in religion and philosophy. And uh, after finishing with a degree, I jumped right into business because um, if some of you don't know my story, my mother fell really ill and um, I was her caregiver for a very long time and I needed a way to take care of her and be flexible enough to also be a mom and just not feel overburdened in my career. So I became an entrepreneur and I was an image consultant. Uh, I also worked in branding and marketing and um, that was about uh, let's see 2010 I started in business so when I decided to jump back into acting because I felt like I had just so much on my plate that I couldn't possibly be an actor it wasn't until about uh, 2018 when I decided that I really was missing out on, you know, giving all of me to the world. I really wanted to perform. I really wanted to act as well because I'm a great communicator and I'm very creative. So I had about eight years of establishing my business, getting cash flow, establishing flexibility in my life. So when 2018 came around and I decided that it was time to really get back into acting, something was missing. I took classes and then 2019, I signed with an agent. So to answer your question of how do I balance acting and marketing, I, I had systems in place. I had, uh, you know, everything established. It wasn't like I was launching act, my acting career and my, and my business career at the same time. So by the time I went into acting, I already had everything running and going and was able to adjust my acting schedule uh, to whatever I needed to do in business and vice versa. So that's how that worked out. All right, next question. How did you get to the stage where you could decide to pursue something else and still have a successful business? Uh, so this, I kind of answered this already, but 
basically once I got into a momentum in business and cash flow was it was well and you know I I had a really strong sense of how to grow my business and in terms of the direction and everything like that you know there was a time where things were just easy like there's going to be a time in your business where you know things are going well and and you have extra time because one thing that I do believe is in automation and hiring people getting support getting help so when I was at the place as well, my kids were older, so they weren't little toddlers or in diapers anymore. They were at school uh, for the full day. I had extra time on my hands as well. The situation with my mom uh, had settled down as well. She was more quiet and comfortable in her nursing home. So, you know, my my personal life had gotten a little bit more stable and so you know I had that time to to make that shift and to add acting to my plate so that's what really happened third question how did you automate your life business and continue making passive income so Automation is a really interesting subject for me because before I started leveraging a lot of systems in my business, I was a one-man show. I was burnt out, doing well, but very tired and very much um, in this place where I had to do everything on my own. And uh, that's when I knew that something was missing and what was missing is systems, right? So what I mean by systems is let's look at McDonald's for an example. They're one of the largest restaurants chains across the world. And the reason why they do so well is everything is organized into a system. There's a protocol step-by-step guide Uh, on how to execute a burger the same way every time and so with that being in place they're able to hire anyone a, a, a high school student you know someone just anyone with little to no skills to execute on creating their famous burger and so they have a system for everything from their burgers to nuggets to how to clean to how to serve um, how to open the store close the store there's a protocol for everything and because of that they're able to not only trust that they're always going to deliver something really good well the majority of the time at least Uh, But also the owner of the restaurant is able to expand. The company is able to expand, right? So what I needed to do to automate my business is leverage systems. So uh, one of the things is like, how do I get clients having a great marketing plan and using systems and having a protocol for how every client will enter into my business and be served? And if I have that protocol documented whenever I hire help, all I need to do is give them my guide on how to perform a specific task. 
and I pay them to do that, which then allows me to free up my time in that specific task. So imagine now all the things that I was doing by myself, I now have someone doing them for me. And so that is, that is automation. That's what, um, you know, having systems in your business is all about. And so because I had more help in my business and better systems, that too freed up my time. And um, passive income, when we talk about passive income, sometimes people feel like have this image of you of you lying on a beach and money's just being printed somewhere. Uh, passive income really is, you know, again, having these systems in place and managing people or managing the particular system, making sure that it's it's doing what it needs to do. So that that's really what passive income is all about. Um, also, uh, you know, taking your money and investing it in to vehicles that will help it grow is another thing. Uh, You know, there's real estate, there is stocks, there's trading, there's many different ways that people can do this. Um, And so having those opportunities also allows you to free up your time a bit more because you're, again, you're increasing your cash flow, you're increasing the growth of your income. And so um, to teach that, you know, in this one podcast, I can't do that. But that gives you a sense of, you know, where I was in my life when I was when I was able to incorporate acting, which was a lifelong dream of mine into my life. And, you know, the benefit of me having my own established business uh, allowed me to not have to be too desperate to book roles like to book a gig or book an acting project commercial film tv I was really relaxed in my approach to building my career because I wasn't you know banking on booking a project in order to pay my bills and I think for any artist whether you're an actor or singer or musician um you know, finding how you can use your current skills uh, commercially uh, is is really good. So as an actor, naturally, I have marketing skills. And so that's where I leverage those skills. As an actor, I am also a psychologist when you think about it, because in order to deliver on these roles, you need to get into the psycho uh, the psychoanalysis of, of how that person's thinking and feeling and, and the resolution that they come to. And um, that that's a, a part of what I do. I, I do some coaching as well, uh, business coaching, business and life coaching. And um, I, I'm not saying that I, I can be a psychotherapist, but I do have a master coaching credentials uh, because naturally that's a gifting too of mine. So I think for any actor that's listening or any creative uh, that's listening um, that is thinking of diversifying how they, you know, their work or the types of projects that they do, you know, don't feel like you need to be stuck in doing one thing. 
traditionally speaking in generations prior especially after you know the industrial revolution and you know everyone going having this idea of working for one company or one factory or one career path for the rest of your life and then retiring to be honest right now that model is 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 expiring if not already expired um there is a wonderful quote that was misquoted for a while and I just realized that uh, <laughs> this quote was being misquoted uh, just the other day but the, the quote goes like this uh, the um, oh my gosh brain fart here a master of all trades okay so why am i okay this quote's leaving my head oh god a jack of all trades is a master of one wow okay so here's the quote a jack of all trades is a master of one but a jack of all trades is better than one Something like that. I'll probably have to Google it. Um, But basically, usually people would say, you know, a jack of all trades is... um, Is a master of none. Okay, got it. Here it is. Here it is. (laughs) Yo, let me tell you, this podcast is raw. I'm not editing this, okay? A jack of all trades is master of none. But a jack of all trades is better than one. For the longest while, this quote has plagued me. Because they would only say the first part, which is a jack of all trades is a master of none. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm really good at a lot of things, but I'm not a master at one. Like, I suck. But then the other day, I found out, no, Shireen, the quote goes like this. The, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but a jack of all trades is better than one. I was like, yo, okay, so I'm, I am pretty cool. <laughs> and, you know, this has to do with, you know, diversifying, right? Look how many times, like, somebody's career gets knocked out. Uh, look at the pandemic, right? A lot of people lost businesses, Um and weren't able to pivot because they had all their eggs in one basket. So I I haven't learned to embrace my multi-passionate career. Um, you know, my, my multi-hyphenate career is how they say it nowadays. I'm hyphen this, you know, actor, speaker, coach, you know, consultant, you know, uh, so many things I could really brand myself as and it it has allowed me to keep flexible and to do different things and have fun while I'm doing it so I hope that has helped this is part two of my Q&A with the students of Don Mills Collegiate in Toronto I will end off this conversation with part three so stay tuned